Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. In the midst of the Great Resignation, it can be easy to overlook the process of someone leaving the business. But the impact of not communicating it properly or positively could be costly. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. While a staff member leaving might invoke positive or negative emotions, it's important for management to inform the team in an appropriate way. According to Dan Williams, Asia-Pacific business coach for Coaching Network EOS Worldwide, there's only a small window of opportunity to inform people, and you want to get it right. Dan outlines four things to do and four things not to do when communicating the news. But why is it so important to formalise this information at all? Dan is explaining it to me. I think if you don't take control of that situation when someone leaves, then you're allowing people to create their own narrative. And it may be wrong, it may be right, but as a business leader, for example, you need to take control of that situation for positive reasons as well as negative reasons, sometimes to prevent a ripple effect or prevent um, some toxicity spreading, Mm -hmm. but also um, just to make sure that it is done respectfully. Particularly when it's something that businesses are having to do a lot more often these days with high turnover, the great resignation. Have you seen that playing out a lot more often? Yeah, it's almost like the great resignation has caused us to tackle some inadequacies as leaders. And, you know, some businesses have experienced a bit of a revolving door Mm. and sometimes through no fault of their own. You know, people have become more aware of opportunities. So this is something that I'm being called upon as a coach to help with a lot more often than in the past. Well, you actually suggest four must-do things when informing staff about a team member leaving. Do you want to take us through those? Yeah, so this is four things that I suggest that you do and that I consider them to be must-do. Don't just limit them to these four, (laughs) but let's focus on these. So it's really, really important to acknowledge contributions that people have made. So if they've only been with you for a really short time and they haven't gone past probation, then you can go as far as just to acknowledge them for choosing to come and join you in whatever your pursuit. Or if they've been there for 15 plus years, then you might want to go a little bit further and, and perhaps map out a bit of a timeline because some people will have joined in that time and not really experienced all of the contribution. So it's a nice way to pay homage to people, but it's also to replay some really positive things to bring them to top of mind for the people who have stayed. I'd say that there's something that is, this is often missed. And the first question people want to ask when someone says they're leaving is, when? (laughs) (laughs) So if they're a pivotal part of the team, then some people will panic and, oh, they're leaving tomorrow. So you can really take control and put people at ease by saying, this is the timeline. Mm. You know, they've given notice today. They're going to serve out that period of four weeks. And in that four weeks, that's your opportunity, basically. Or, you know, in some competitive industries, it'll be they're finishing today. Mm. At least you can put that that question to bed for most people. And also it leads into the third one is outlining what you're doing about it. So this is your opportunity to really take control. As much as a timeline is important, people also want to know. So 
now that that person's no longer going to be performing that function, what are we doing to backfill or upskill or are we recruiting? And it just shows that you might have been taken by surprise that that person was leaving, but you're not uh, having to invent a plan that you've got some capability and, and a plan to demonstrate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the fourth thing is you really need to jump on these things quickly. If someone comes to you and resigns and you think we need to sit on it for a couple of weeks, then what you're doing is you're allowing the grapevine to do its thing mm-hmm. and that will that will spread through the business and then it, people will think either you don't know, you don't know what's happening right under your nose as a leader or that you're hiding something from yeah. them and that can be, they're both equally harmful. So I'm always encouraging people as soon as they know that someone has an intent to leave, communicate it. And then even if it's promising to come up with the timeline and to present the plan and all those sorts of things in due course, you you can just really button that. You also have four must-not-do things when informing staff about a team member leaving. Tell us about these. This is probably a greater weakness than the the four things that I described that you must do. Uh, These are things that really can unsettle the whole business. So never tell people how to feel about someone going. Mm. So when you say things like, oh, it might come as a shock or a surprise or it might be unsettling, all you're actually doing is suggesting that people feel those things. (laughs) So let them feel what they want to feel. Uh, You might be surprised that some people might have known that it was coming for a long time and they've moved on in their mind. So don't say to them, you know, this will come as a shock Mm. because then you're the people that weren't shocked or surprised. You've now suggested that to them. (laughs) (laughs) And I never, ever really want to see anyone own other people's reasons for leaving. Mm. So as a business leader, if I'm writing an email or I'm standing in front of the company and talking about that, you know, Nicole has decided to leave, I'm not going to say it's because she wants to pursue something else or she's not happy or whatever. I'll let her do that in her time and let that be their narrative. Otherwise, you could just be planting ideas in other people's minds or also you might just be saying something that they chose to tell you that was, might not be the real reason. Right. Again, go back to point one. It might show that you're not actually aware of what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I never talk about where they're going. So they could be going to a competitor. They could Mm. be going to join the family business. I often will leave that ajar and just say, you know, feel free to talk to them about what they're doing because all you're then doing is saying, okay, I've moved on and then we're talking about their life and things that they should be talking about and they should be owning. And the fourth thing is beware of the backhanded compliment. So never be negative towards someone who's leaving. You know, the old adage of letting the door hit them on the rear on the way out. (laughs) You never want to be seen to be trashing someone's legacy or using that opportunity to wish someone well as a, you know, swipe. Um, If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything is my advice. But never just say, well, we're better off without them in your tone, even if that people don't really say that. So beware the backhanded compliment and if you really have a dislike for that person, then I encourage you to reflect on why you let that person be in your business and don't take it out on them on the way out. That was Dan Williams, Asia-Pacific business coach for EOS Worldwide. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. 
I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more Bee Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.